Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, thanks for listening back to We Met at Acme. This is episode four, and we're here with one of my best friends from college, Brittany. Hi. Hi, Britt. Oh, wow. Britt and I have had many a long conversation, which the one that comes to mind right away is the one that we had in Acapulco Mm -hmm. at like 3 a.m., and it was the deepest conversation I think I've ever had with another person. I can't recall exactly what we talked about, but we got very deep. So I would say Britt's one of my deepest friends, um, and I really can appreciate that in a person. So thank you for being here. Thanks for your insight. You are so welcome. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Um, I'm so excited to take out our shovel with your listeners and really dig deep. Totally. And today we're basically talking about um, scenarios, different scenarios that we've been in or friends of ours have been in, and just what we would do in those in those situations, in addition to just texting etiquette with guys, and what else are we talking about? To- just like all things that go on in relationships and with men, and we're also just, you know, like that late night talk that we had in Acapulco, we're being real, we're being honest, um... And, yeah, like, we're just, we're, like, you know, we're not trying to sound like anything. We're just saying, like, what's really going on. And hopefully you guys agree or find salvation in this and also laugh. And we're all in this together. We sure are. And many Britt's current boyfriend is actually an amazing guy. Um, he is a close friend of our good friend, Natalie. Shout out, Nat. We love you so much. And um, I actually walked down the aisle with him at her wedding. Where we met. Where they met. Britt and I were sharing a room. We were wedding roommates. And um, I locked her out accidentally on the night of the wedding. Yeah, so I had a um, pizza party sleepover with my now boyfriend. Um, That was our first night together. And I didn't have sex with him because I was pretending to be prude girl because in my experience that is how you get a boyfriend um Lindsay will agree sometimes she disagrees she doesn't always follow that rule uh listen I think that it's really important to just kind of go with how you're feeling I don't think that it's like okay three dates and then sex necessarily if let's say on the second date there there's a perfect opportunity the mood is right the vibes are there and 
it just happens to happen. I'm a five, like, wait five dates before sex kind of girl. Just more like, I'm not ready or like, I don't know. Like, I just like need but to But didn't know you have sex with your boyfriend on the second date? So we had the sleepover at the wedding, but I was playing the prude girl. Like, no, like, I'm sorry. Like, just letting him like rub up and down my body, like with his rock hard boner. Like, you know, just like letting like that tension build. Like, wow, so getting very sexual. Um, sorry to turn you guys on. Yeah. Um, his huge rock hard boner. <laughs> <laughs> love you, babe. Love ya. Um, and just like letting that tension build. We don't, we come back from the wedding. We're supposed to go to dinner or whatever. I had a, I was on a break from a different boyfriend at the time, so I couldn't go. We, that other boyfriend and I got back together. So my, you know, said no. Basically we, we were out of touch for a month. I break up with the old boyfriend. I text Lindsay a month later and say, I'm going to give my current boyfriend just a false um, name to protect his identity, but let's call him um, Fender, like Fender Bender. So I break up with my last (laughs) boyfriend, and I text Lindsay a month later and say, do you think I can text Fender, the kid who I had that sleepover with at the wedding, and ask him to take me on a date again? I just, I need to get over with my ex. What do you think? She said, definitely do it. He'll be thrilled to take you on the date. Just go for it. Because I always reach out to Lindsay with these movies. I also have to say, I'm the one that gave Fender uh, Britney's number. He asked me for it the next day after the wedding. And so, I mean, I'm sure he could have gotten it other other ways, but just just makes me feel special. Which I also, like, feel alarmed because I don't know why, like, he's texting with my friend. I just think that's weird. But um, anyways, we go on our date a month later, and I've never done this before. It's a five-date rule. But I was like, fuck it. I just got a relationship. I'm going to fuck him. And he was the first guy that I did that with on the first date. And, and now you guys have been together for almost a year and a over half. Over a year. No, no, no. Not no. almost a year and a half. Like, like we're going to go with 11 months. No, no, 13 months. 13 months. There you go. Um, and... Yeah, so it's true. So now you just got to feel it out. I Not only did I get a boyfriend for fucking on the first date, I got the best, most normal boyfriend I've ever had. And thank you, Lindsay, for giving my number. So now that you guys are dating, it seems like, and like obviously, you know, we talk about this, you can kind of text him whatever the fuck you want. Like even if you are just hot spiraling out of control one day and having a breakdown, you can text him throughout that breakdown like that's an amazing feeling Mm -hmm. did you always feel like you could text your like boyfriends in the past or people that you were dating in that way um I have a tendency to have spiral breakdowns where I can send a lot of mentally unsound text messages (laughs) in a row that escalate that escalate and as Lindsay (laughs) coined it once I'm very big into the LWDR, which is the long-winded detailed response. Um, so no, I didn't always feel like I could like ramble on my like mental breakdowns. I have to wait, I guess, until like a certain level of trust and love is established, similar to anal, um, <laughs> until like being able to text whatever the fuck I wanted. Agreed, and we'll talk about the anal subject later. Um, so I actually have some texting rules uh, as like a single. A single girl in the dating world um but even when I had a boyfriend kind of like always I've had these rules 
And do you remember any? Okay, of them? I remember one of them that's okay, amazing me, that me. I gave to another. Oh, there, your ex boyfriend got mad at me for this rule. Well, if this is the one that you remember, the one I don't think that's the rule. I remember but, that, but, but I have to tell that story after this. The best rule that I've passed on to many other women that Lindsay taught me is if there's nothing to respond then don't respond so like for example if they're like hey what are you doing and you're like i'm chilling at my friends like what are you like I'm, what are you doing and they're like oh cool like i'm watching the game with like so and so like i would naturally want to write back and be like oh cool like who's playing like where are you guys watching Lindsay's rule is like they just said they're watching the game like they didn't ask a question so like there's nothing to respond so don't respond like, don't respond unless it's a question. Unless it's a question. So, one of my favorite rules. It's definitely Thank worked. You. Thank um, you. What was the rule you were talking so about? So, the rule that I... I think that was the rule, actually. I think that was the rule. So, Brit's ex, um, just... I don't know if he was a, a hater or, like, too much of a fan, but he just, like... Too much of a fan. He did not... We did not click. And um, he said to me when we were at a group dinner once he was like your texting rules i forgot exactly how he said it but he was like he was like are the reason that you don't have a boyfriend no he goes that's the reason you're still single yeah yeah um he was also like very troubled like troubled though just like to like he wouldn't know what he's talking about i mean naturally spiritual women like myself attract men who need healing so that was sort of that it's true but what are your other texting rules so there's just like etiquette, right? Like there are some people, there are some guys I know that would never send more than three unanswered texts to a girl. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I think beyond, I mean, I think three is romantic and nice and effort. I think beyond that, it's like the the guys Stalker. on the internet who are like, you want sex. Right. <laughs> or like, can I smell your toes? Yeah, like send pics, send pics. Send nude. You up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. And like what, so what's considered, let's, let's pretend that you're single for a second and you get a text about like from a guy, what's considered too late, like booty call time to hang out or if the text is like, how was your day to hang out? Um, if I haven't heard from them all day long and Mm -hmm. it's a weekend, like, past 10 yeah because it's like if you wanted to see me that weekend night even though 10's not that late it's not like 2 in the morning you would have texted me like at 7 or 8 being like what's your plan for tonight what else can we say about texting but on a weeknight 10 is not too late because it's like maybe in my fantasy it's like they worked so hard and long because they're making so much money and (laughs) they're leaving the office and like who do they want to see like you because like you take their stress away you know and like you were the ones for beautiful actually it's really beautiful um what else can we say about texting etiquette um, I feel like we could say from a different perspective, say. and Lindsay, I think you'll agree with this. This is um, a new rule that I created um, for texting when you're in a relationship. It's definitely not a good idea to um, text your boyfriend that you've been dating for less than a year in the middle of the day and tell him that you think he's cheating and that you also really want a baby. Um, Did you do those things? I feel like boyfriends don't respond well to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. Yeah, that is why another reason my fender is the best because sometimes I have these crazy thoughts where I like I'll roll off these crazy texts like how he's like 
cheating and he's a shitty fucking liar even though he's literally never lied and checks him on like with me everywhere right and then the next breath i'll be like i'm just kidding but like i really want a baby like what should we name her right i actually think i remember seeing this conversation um so that's a good rule for texting in a relationship yeah you also have another rule lens your texting rules are never initiate the text right yeah so so i am not a fan of of girls initiating text and this is actually I feel like some people would be like that's so anti-feminist but it's actually the opposite I don't think that we need to chase anyone 100% like if a guy wants to text us guess what he has our phone number totally this isn't like 1970 or wait you know I agree it's like it's a way to like sort of like if you want to be a real feminist and look at yourself like the queen that you are you know then you should expect not salads, but you should expect, Don't expect salads ever. That like a lot of guys are gonna want to talk to you and be with you. Like you're amazing. You're you would be like a, such a valuable part of anyone's life. So, you know, I used to delude myself into being like, well, I haven't heard from them. I'm just gonna say hi. And Lindsay would be like, no, like just just There's wait a reason for them to text you. You haven't heard from him. And I'll be like, you haven't heard from him. Okay, but like he always initiates texts. Like, like honestly, I'm like a feminist. I'm a female. I'm just like I want to say hi. So like I'm going to. But like, there's a, like it's the truth. Like relax okay especially in the beginning if they want to see you if they want to talk to you they will text you and the reason why you let them is because see of the million guys that you're dating and who want you like which ones actually want to talk to you like there's so obvious yeah it's so obvious and like don't rely on your girlfriends to tell you what they think of the situation because like no one's gonna be like actually it's obvious that he's not interested in you because that's just like rude so you have to kind of figure that out and be, like, as self-aware as possible. Yeah, they're going to be like, no, he's definitely just been, like, super busy at work and, like, thinking about you a lot. The best way is scared. to just date multiple guys. And then you, when they text you, you won't even think about it because you'll be texting another one. I actually – so Lindsay's always been very good at that. She always dates multiple guys at once, which I also think helps sort of makes it more realistic because when you're dating multiple guys – you're actually able to compare and say, like, do I like this person? Totally. Do I not? I typically just date one person at a time. And then sometimes you're just like, I really like the idea of having a boyfriend. So I like everything that this guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do struggle dating multiple people. Wait, let's let's talk about that. So I feel like both of us are guilty of kind of just like, yeah, being like, yeah, I really want a boyfriend. So this works. When it it might have been a guy that like clearly it wasn't really working with. Hundred percent. I think that's always the case. Like you know, with, do you think that guys ever do that with girlfriends? No, like, they never want a girlfriend. They just want to fuck this girl, and then they like wake up one day and they're like, oh fuck, I actually like have feelings for her. Like, and that sucks because mm-hmm. like I want her to be my girlfriend. Like fuck. Whereas women are like, wait, why would that suck? Because guys want to fuck like so many new like they just want new pussy at all times so like if they develop feelings for someone that means that like they're not going to get new pussy and there's a grievance there they have to grieve that despite the fact that they are falling in love there's still a sadness element that like the sadness is that they are the good news is they're falling in love but the sad news is that means like their dick is going to be entering less new pussy as a result of that wow that is crazy and dark and true potentially very true um but yeah i think that like with the last one who told you that's why you were still single the ex-boyfriend yeah i just wanted a boyfriend so badly that 
I mean, there was glaring red flags. I also wasn't dating other people. What What are some red flags that are that are like you think are common that girls kind of overlook in that situation? Um, any guy like in the beginning that like asks you to send a lot of pics. Yeah, <laughs> I would say flag. that's definitely a red flag. And Let's go back and forth with some red flags. So you said the guy with the pics. Send pics a I lot. would say any guy that like, um, any okay, this is obvious, but any guy that says their ex is a bitch. Uh-huh. Um, or a psycho. Any guy that's like texting you all day long, you think it's a great thing because like. I totally agree but it's with not. this one. Like, it's not. Are they, like, do they have a life? Or are they an adult? Like, you know what's nice? Like, when they text you once a day at the end, of the, like, of the day at 5 o'clock, like, right. telling you they're about to get out of the office and ask how your day was. Right. All day long is, like... It's so concerning. Very. And we're like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. He just, like, wants to be in contact with me all day. No, yeah, he's no, also no, in contact no, with no. 700 women all day because he has 700. a sex addiction. That's a true, true. mark of sex addiction. <laughs> yeah. No, straight up. Like, there's no better way of saying I'm addicted to sex than sending. Than texting all day. 100%. He don't care that much what you have to say at all. 100%. Yeah. Um, In your fashion PR job, he's not like, well, how was your boss today? Like, is she still jealous of you? Like, he don't give a fuck. dead. Literally. Um, (laughs) Other red flags. um, Yeah. When they're... Oh, oh. I always fall for this red flag. And luckily, Fender set this straight. He made me realize that with past people, it was a red flag. Red flags are like when you go on an amazing date, you have a great date, then maybe a week later you go on an amazing second date, and then you're spending every single day together, like every day they want to see oh, you. Oh, totally agree. I actually had a conversation with you and Fender about this on your at your birthday. Because my boyfriend to this day, like, he literally sees me max now because I force him to is four times a week, but like typically it's three times a week. Like, That's normal, though. And I like did not understand that, and... It is normal. Any guy that's seeing you every single day, like, after the first two times that you've hung out with them, the only reason you should see your boyfriend every day is if you live with them. Yeah. No, you're actually bringing up a really good point. We're seeing each other, like, every day. Like, I remember we went on our first date, and he was like, I need to see you tomorrow. And then he was like, I need to see you the next day. And I think that when someone, like, wants to see you every single day, it's really scary and like infatuation it's not like it's not measured you know totally like when someone says like I love you too soon or anything like that like it just kind of shows like like it's just a bad sign for for them It's, it's a red flag it's a red flag for sure like they don't even know you like what are they in love with like just the idea of you or just your sex like your pussy I think other red flags are um well, an obvious one is, like, when they don't introduce you to their friends. That's a red flag. But also, don't read too much into that, because I dated someone who, like, introduced me to all of his friends, so I was convinced that he liked me, but, like, he just, like, So, anything. I agree with you. When they don't introduce you to their friends, obviously that's a red flag. How about when they introduce you to their friends right away? That's also a red flag. I think then they just see you as, like, this girl that, like, is hot that, like come with me to the bar with my friends so I could show off this, like, piece that, like, I'm fucking. Right. Totally. Totally. But yeah. we have to give guys some credit. Like, we're kind of pigeonholing them to make it, like, a lose-lose situation. There are always exceptions. Yeah. It's very possible a guy might be just so excited about you that he wants to show you off to his friends in not a this-is-my-piece kind of way, 
but in like look at this cool girl like she's wearing a turtleneck and like but that should happen after a month because like any man like that's measured and as an adult like who's like oh look at this amazing girl like I just met her two weeks ago and you guys have to meet her like that sounds like you don't even know her. Like, why don't you just, like, wait until, like, you make right. sure she's until not a crazy stalker. Her. Like, mm-hmm. you could start telling your friends about this amazing girl. But, like, I think in the first month, like, it's yeah, a red no, flag. I agree. So, going going past red flags for a second, how soon do you think is too soon, because we were just talking about rushing into things, to meet your significant other's parents? Um... And, like, do you think it depends on the situation? I think, actually, and this, either we can, like, merge topics or have it after, but I think it depends on, so you're dating for X amount of time, and then when do you define the relationship? I think it's, it depends, like, how long since you've defined the relationship. So DTR. If, DTR. So if you were dating for three months, you defined it, you guys are boyfriend and girlfriend, I think six months from there... Mm-hmm. which is nine months, or maybe just another three months from there, and then that's a total of six months. Um, but what do you do when your parents, like, I was saying this on the first episode, literally seep into your life. Like, they're crazy, they're Jewish, and they're just like, who is this? Who is that? Like, we need to see them. We okay. need to meet them. You set boundaries, and you say, Mom, Dad, I love you guys, but... I'm still trying to figure out this person. I've only known them for two, three, four months, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And the next person that I bring home to you guys, I want to make sure, you know, is worth it. And, you know, it takes a long time to get to know someone. Like, my therapist always says she's been married for 40 years and, like, she's still getting to know her husband, you know? Mm-hmm. And if, you know, you could say, like, I love the fact that you're excited for me, but it puts a little too much pressure on the relationship for me. And, you know, I'm still trying to figure figure it out. I'm still trying mm-hmm. to figure out who this person is, what my feelings are. And, you know, if they keep pushing, I guess you can just be like, I, you just have to be honest. You just be like, then I, I can't talk about this stuff with you because you're fucking putting a lot of pressure on me and it's scaring yeah. me. Like, mm-hmm. enough. You just, yeah. You have to set boundaries. Totally. Because... Totally. My mom, I mean, I, when I'm thinking about it now, actually, I introduced Fender. Yeah, when did you meet? When did you know, meet? we actually, like, had a weird, like, fight about it because he was weird about it. Like, when I asked him to meet my parents, it was, and now that I think about it, it was, like, five months in. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom had been asking, like, for so, like, since the first day. And it was probably five months in. We probably could have waited another month. Um I think it was a little too soon for him, but he ultimately, like, felt strongly about us. Um, and I think that, um, and then my mom really put the pressure on, like, when she gets to meet his mom. We did that probably, like, nine, ten months in. Right. Um, but I think if I would have asked him that, like, any sooner, like, it would have been a red flag for him. I think there was a compromise made there. Like, it was mm-hmm. a little early for him, but not, like, alarmingly early, so he was able to, like, meet in the middle. Right. We're going to talk about a subject that is probably a little awkward and no one likes to get into it, but it's absolutely necessary, not only for your protection, but just in general, condoms. So you're on a first date and, or sorry, you're on a fifth date and you're ready to have sex with this guy and you're in his bed and 
you're about to kind of get to business. You've done some foreplay. And you're like, do you do you have a condom? Because you know that it's heading in that direction. And he's like, no. And you're ready. You're ready. And he's like, no, I, I don't have a condom. Um, and But you're on birth control. And he's like, um, you know, you know he's a, a nice guy. What do you do in that situation? Well... I've had this situation happen. Um, I I would, if we're in his bed. Yeah, I mean. Because if we're in my bed, I would get up just to quickly look and see if I have any. Right. I don't, like, really keep condoms in, like, my apartment, but, like, I would check, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um. I wonder if how many girls keep condoms in their apartment. I'm actually going to do a poll on it right now and, and see. I I'll would. tell you the results live. I would check, um. This this happened to me um, with my current boyfriend, Fedner. This was, like, the only red flag that he's ever done. But, you know, I think he's naive, like, a lot of people on sexual health. And I got up to look for a condom. And I didn't have one. And I said, okay, I, I don't have one. Also, I wasn't on birth control. Interesting. Um, and I think that the pullout method only works with boyfriends, um, if it works at all. Um, more just because, like, if you do get pregnant with the pull-up method, like, you don't want to, like, have to, like, hit that guy up that you slept with and be, like, I'm pregnant. You'd rather be, like, to your boyfriend, like, I'm pregnant. Like, can you come with me to these, like, doctors and pay for this? Um, but I didn't have one, and he turned to me and was, like, so excited, obviously, Mm -hmm. and was, like, oh, it's okay. Like, we, we know all the same people. And I was... Wait, so he was like, he basically, he basically said, like, it's okay. Because I'm not like a random hooker. We don't use a condom because we have friends in common. Right. And I basically turned to him. And that makes him. you not have syphilis or chlamydia? A hundred percent. Like, or genital warts? I was like, wait, so just because, like, we know all the same people and what you think, like, the prevalence of STDs is low, like, you realize that people don't talk about their STDs. Like, they don't come in like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Like, I have the flu. They're not like, <laughs> oh, syphilis again. I'm not feeling well. Like, I, you know, got a really bad hurt flare up down there and it's killing me when I sit. Like, nobody, like, what? Like, in the same circle means nothing. So I said, like, that sucks. Then we fooled around a little, played, like, a little bit of just the tip. And then with self-control, I stopped him. And then we actually went to order pizza and it was too late by then. So we walked to the dirty deli on the corner to get a frozen pizza because I'm gross and needed it to not barf. And he had the bright idea while we were at the Dirty Deli to get the condoms. And the funny thing about that is we definitely started with the condom, but definitely didn't finish with it. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So you started to trust him mid-sex. I mean, I think it was more about the principle, just of, like, also, like, yeah. Like, it's, like, because then they, they still have something to work for. It's like, if you're going to fuck a guy on the first date, like, and then they already get it, like, you know, they're still going to be thinking about it because they're still going to want to, like, then they're going to want to, like, you know, hit it raw. You know, you have to give right. them stuff to look forward so to. So how long do you have to make a guy kind of wait to hit it raw? Um, I mean, unless you're really drunk and you're just, like, take off the condom or, like, we don't need one because, like, like, you're just being a drunk whore. Like, um... <laughs> You wait until after you have that conversation. Like, it doesn't have to be the, like, are you my boyfriend? But just, like, 
the check-in of like, so what what are we doing here? Are Wait, we dating other but people? But what if you are drunk and do that? Do you then go back to using condoms you like do. nothing happened? You pretend like nothing happened. <laughs> it's like when you send like one of those horrible texts, like you just, yeah, you pretend like it didn't happen. Um, and that's actually another thing that we very much disagree on. I yeah. am always ready. After I've been dating someone for six weeks, I want to know like, are you dating other people? Are we dating each other? Like what are we doing? And I always ask you like, I, I need to know if they're seeing other people. Like, can we define this? And yeah, you're so, always like, you need to relax. Right. So is it the girl or the guy's job to define the relationship? A hundred percent the guy's. And if he doesn't bring it up, guess what, sweetie? Move on along. Okay. So I definitely defined, like, our entire relationship. Um, I don't remember if we had, like, an exclusive talk, but I definitely brought up the boyfriend-girlfriend talk. It was, like, after one of our mutual friends' parties – we went together and I like really wanted him to introduce me as his girlfriend and like he didn't. And I remember afterwards, I did a lot of Google research for like the best way to bring this up. And I decided <laughs> the least desperate way to sound on this instead of being like, when are we? Like, um, I said, so I was thinking and I think I like you enough to want to call you my boyfriend. What do you think? And then he said, yeah, I agree. I want to call you my girlfriend. And then... Just to be clear, I was like, so are we now boyfriend and girlfriend? And he was like, yeah. And it was really simple. It goes other ways. I've done that in the past. I asked a guy like, so I, I've used that line before, actually. So I think I like you enough. And yeah, the last guy was like, sure, but I feel like what we're doing is similar to boyfriend and girlfriend without the title. So you, you can see the difference. Um, for a guy who does want to be with you, even though he doesn't bring it up, he just says, yeah, let's do it. Versus the guy that doesn't, he starts asking you, like, what the definition of a girlfriend is. Right. I actually have had friends in relationships where the guy thought that they were boyfriend-girlfriend. And that's the only reason he didn't bring it up. That happens. Men are, like... First of all, they don't communicate that well. At all. And... I don't know if I don't know if this is really your friend or if this is you or what the deal is, but I will say it sounds to me like he was sort of just like covering his ass and did like her enough to be that and instead of being like I don't think he thought about it and just kind of used that as a save. Like a mm-hmm. oh, I, I already thought we were because that's like, oh my god, that's so sweet. <laughs> Not yeah. like I never thought about it. Yeah. No, totally. But it still works because then you guys are together, so it doesn't matter, you know? It's true. It's true. What would you do if you were in a guy's bed ready to get down and dirty, doggy style or not, <laughs> and he, you were like, do you have a condom? And he was like, no. I would be like, give me your medical history records. You would. Um, and if they check out, then maybe we could continue. And if not, no, honestly, um... It's really up in the air. I hate to side with Fender on this one, but it's like if you do if you do know the person and like you know that they they wouldn't even want to risk something like that, you know, then it's one thing. Um like for example, you know, and I don't know if I'm going to include this or not, but I with my with the guy that I am my neighbor with benefits um, we were using a condom, and then the other night, we didn't, and it was totally my bad because 
I was used to not using a condom in a relationship and just naturally kind of like got on top of him. And then after I was like, fuck, I just realized we didn't use a condom. Right. And at first I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then I was like, you know what? Like, he's a good, a good normal guy. And, and weirdly enough, like that comforted me. Obviously, like I got tested. Just you to did? Be sure. Yeah. Wow. But like in that moment, I was like, whatever, that com- like that's comforting enough, you know? I mean, it's, it's definitely more helpful like with some... But it's not like if you ever ask a guy, like... They're going to be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, <laughs> They're going to be like... In 2009, I got treated for chlamydia. <laughs> that was a doozy. Um, 2011. And it's also the same no Actually, hers. that's not true. I, I had an ex that was very open about his, like, sexual stuff. Like, he, he had had something... I mean, same. If a guy said to me, like, have you had a history of STDs? I wouldn't be like, well, I got HPV twice in college. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So there's that. Um, Like, but I mean, I guess HPV doesn't really matter for men because you guys can't even get tested for it and pass it around. But yeah, I don't know. So let's talk about when you can start talking about sex with someone that you're dating. If. What do you mean talking about sex? I mean, like, you're having sex already. Okay, like, I'll give you a scenario. Okay. Like, you are having sex for the third or fourth time with someone that you're dating now for, like, a few months, and they grab your hair, like, really hard during sex. Okay. And it's just, like, not only is it painful for you, but, like, it's just not... You don't like it. Yeah. It just... If anything, it, like turns you off it's not turn it's not working what do you do like do you like slap their hand away during sex do you wait till after and then you're like grabbing the hair thing by the way wasn't for me especially if like neither person has brought up sex what they like and don't like um i think that if like we're having sex maybe for the third or fourth time and they were really like getting off from the hair pulling and it wasn't like putting me in horrible pain, even though I was uncomfortable, I didn't love it. Um, I would probably, that for me, like I would be okay with, I would let them, I think it's great that they start to like express themselves sexually. Um, I think a mistake that we all make that I've made myself is we actually don't talk about sex soon enough. I don't know why we have sex once and then don't talk about like what worked and what didn't because Mm -hmm. then you have sex five, six, seven, eight times and you're like, so, by the way, like, I really like this, and they've never done it once, right. and, or like, oh, by the way, like, you've been pulling my hair, and I've been pretending to be submissive, like, well, you dominate me, and I actually hate BDSM, like, it's just a little, like, you guys are lying to each other, you're being frauds, and we all, we never, we don't speak up early enough, I think men do it better, like, right away, they're like, put your ball, like, put my balls in your mouth, or like, whatever, like, you know what I mean, like, yeah. whereas, like, women, like, we don't say it, and... We forget that, like, it just, it takes practice and it takes time. Like, you know, my boyfriend and I now, we're trying to get more comfortable with that. And we sort of just have to laugh in the middle. Like, I, you know, we were trying to be more comfortable with that. And he was, like, fingering me and, like, eating me out a little. And then he stopped eating me out and started fingering me. And I was, like, eat me out again. And he was, like, I already did that. And it was, like, huh? Like, you look like you just, like, read instructions. Like, first screw this in, then, like, hammer that. Like... You don't check it off the list and not go back to it. Like, I'm trying to fucking come here. So, like, if I want you to, like, 
lick my clit again just because you did it already. It doesn't mean, like, you don't have to do it again. Like, <laughs> and we were, like, laughing at, like, the disconnect. And I'm dead. You just sounded like Karen there for a second. It's my mother, which is very <laughs> odd. Um, and, you know, like, we're, we're, we're learning how to do that now. Like, you know, also, I had been giving what I thought were amazing blowjobs for so long and thought I, like, was really satisfying my man with them and thought that, you know, Fender just maybe didn't really like blowjobs or whatever, which is such a delusional Wait, lie. The and the case? the case was that, like, I actually don't suck a good dick and I was, like, air popping it, like, not using my tongue or saliva. Wait, it's so funny. I, like, how, how do you know if you suck a good dick? And, I think like, if they come. No, so... Uh, no, not true. That's exactly. not true at that's all. Just that's learned. not true at all. Yeah. Because a guy can always come. Yeah. And I I was with a friend, I think it was like a year ago, and we had someone from Glam Squad, the app, at my apartment, like doing our hair or something, and somehow Giving Head came up. And she. it turned out she gave a class, she taught a class on how to give head. I remember you telling me about this one. Yeah, and she was incredible, and she told me all of these things that, like, blew my mind. Basically, she said that if a guy doesn't, like, tell you that that was the best head in the world after you do it... It wasn't good. It was terrible. <laughs> like, you know... There was no, like, in-between, and... Even if they came, even if whatever, Yeah, like, exactly. It's so true, actually, and I guess the answer is, how you do know if you give good head or not, is exactly what the first question was, which is, when do you start talking about sex? And you only right. know if you start to talk about it, so either they say that was the best fucking head they've ever gotten in their life, or they say... You didn't use any tongue or saliva, so you right. got to start doing that. And, mm-hmm. like, you don't know unless you start, let's talk about sex, baby. But it's weird. I feel like guys are almost, like, also scared to offend us. Like, I remember uh, there was someone I was intimate with, and I asked them if they liked their balls sucked. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, sure. I could tell it was just, like... Where you're like, I don't really want to suck yeah. your fucking it's, balls. I don't give a shit if you don't like it. Right. It's like, obviously, I'm not, you like, like, I'm not I coming in here balls. being like, oh, please. I, I wish this guy lets yeah. me suck his hairy, gross balls. You're just like, do you? Because they will. Like, right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's a weird thing, actually, that guys do. Which is like, it's like, just say it. If you're like, no, I don't like that, then like, great. We're not going to put right. your sweaty, hairy balls in right. our mouth. Like, Totally. I mean, can we, talking about sex early, like, is something we should all start doing and we're so guilty of like not doing it because um, it's really like the only way to like figure out what you guys like also not just like what you're willing to participate in like when that guy was like sure like yeah would he have participated in you putting like his balls in his mouth yeah like does that get him going like no so then like what are you choking on balls for like right. for it's, exactly. it's just like inefficient use of time exactly um And also, I think, like, we open up, we unfold, you know, like, you might not realize that you like something, um, and then you start to do it, and, like, you do. What about, what about a guy who, okay, let's, let me give you a scenario. You really like this guy, you've been out, like, a few times, and you've now had sex, like, twice, and both times that you had sex, he came within one or two seconds, like, no joke, maybe Mm -hmm. five seconds maximum. Mm -hmm. Um, you really like this guy and you don't want to embarrass him. Like, how do you talk about sex then? 
Well, first, I feel like I I would just feel super flattered, and I wouldn't, like, think that, like, maybe he had an issue. I'd just be like, he is, like, so obsessed with me. Yeah, you don't um, want to embarrass him. So I don't want to embarrass him. Um, you know, I think I actually miss a social cue there because I would probably, after the third time, I mean, third time's the charm, if it happened again, I would probably say, like, what's like I would try to be funny I'd probably be like what's the deal like are you just like so excited to be fucking me or like is this like a thing like how do we how we make this work um and then I would probably like self-disclose something embarrassing about myself I'd be like if it's like any consolation like um like I masturbate face down like on my pillow with my cat on my back like I don't know like sex is funny and weird and we've all got different things so like What's the deal there? What, what's what's going on with that? What's up with that? Right. And what if his response to you asking what the deal is, is like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I give deal? him one more shot to like just be vulnerable then. I'd be like, well, what I mean is that like we've, every time that we've had sex, it's it's lasted for less than 60 seconds. And like, you know, there's songs written about this. Like nobody wants a one minute man. So <laughs> that's what I mean. Um and at that point, I would be less concerned in, like, a sexual issue and more concerned with a man or a person that's unwilling or unable to see, like, the challenges that they face and, right. like, know themselves to that level. Like, mm-hmm. I would have a lot of respect for the guy that looked up and was like, you know what? Like, it actually is a problem that I have. And I'd be like, cool. Like, is, like, how do we, like, I'm sure we can work on it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. let's, if I really liked him, I'd be like, I'm, we can tackle that together, like, yeah. Um I agree. Yeah. So our condom poll results are in. We have a 50-50 with Actually no, only one girl. Only one girl. Keeps them. Only one girl says oh, yes. Oh, that's sweet actually. <laughs> <laughs> and and the dudes that wrote back they all said yes. Actually a couple said no. Like, one guy who's pretty sexually active said no, which is shocking and scary. It's not right. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> He's the guy that's giving HPV. Um, I know. That's not okay. It's really not okay. Um, so, any, like, last words? Any last questions for me or for, like, the, the viewers? Um, anything you can tell us about, like, witch- witchery, is that a word? Witchery, Wicca, spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that life gets very hard and confusing. Aside from dating issues, there's just so much. And then on top of it, clearly it's an emotional burden on us that we can all try to play cool or laugh or navigate or play with. But at the end of the day, it does affect us and it it's hard and I think that spirituality and the reason why I use my cards and my crystals is because you have to sort of give way to other forces and what's not known and you have to kind of keep faith and stay positive and not go everything alone Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I like spirituality, and which is also why I really like this podcast. <laughs> we kind of all are going through dating alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, we have our friends and we talk about stuff, but how honest are we being? It's like Lindsay says, no one's going to look at your friend and be like, no, he's not into you at all. Right. And um, how insecure are we feeling all the time? So mm-hmm. this is fun and nice and is a good way for like all of us to be in it together and get real and I love it. we're trekking. 
Love it. So we're going to get back to that. I just thought of a topic that we didn't talk about real quick. Yeah. Which is, um, what do you do if you don't like your friend's boyfriend or the guy that your friend is dating? Do you kind of like let them ride it out? Um, So that actually works into the spirituality thing. If you don't like your friend's boyfriend because you truly get bad vibes from that person and just think that there is something off and that like they're not good, um, you you have to sort of express caution to your friend especially when you see red flags and sort of be willing to offend, I think. Um, it's Does not it a, depend how close you are with that friend? or Yeah, I think that you only give your two cents if it's like a best friend that you've had for years. Like even if you have a serious closeness with someone, like, you know, only time in history can like make hurt go away. So you can't really afford to hurt someone like that, that um, – you don't have that time in history with. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't like your friend's boyfriend because they're annoying, not funny, like a loser, just like don't fucking like them, um, you have to suck it up. Because like if you don't get bad vibes from them, you're just like this person's a dad. I would never chill with them. I don't get that. Like that's what your friend chose. It's not – you didn't choose that. I Agreed. mean, Like it's what one you, thing yeah. if you like – think that like he's cheating on her or think that like his intentions are not pure versus just like think that he's kind of lame like you've like you've told me in the past like I think you told me with the with my ex-boyfriend that you like really didn't like him or like you made it clear you know like yeah which is equally as important if you can't say directly like you can make it clear as long as Mm -hmm. like you're not being passive aggressive about it like You, like, chose not to hang out with us, you know, like, right. and that's clear. And that that also makes a person wake up and be like, I want to fix this. Right. Um, you, like, you do a good job at sort of, like, telling people what's up. Yeah. But it's hard. You also really want your friend's boyfriend to like you, too. So it's just, like, a confusing... You have to give them a chance, I guess, to, like, really weigh it out. But you also have to, like, listen to your gut. And if your gut's like, no... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like, when in doubt, just, like, talk a lot of shit to, like, all of your other friends and, like, let everybody, like, bring the conversation bigger and, like, hopefully, like, one day, like, you guys can all sit down and talk about it so, like, you're not the asshole totally. calling them out. Like, if it's especially, like, a genuine concern, that like, not good, Mm-mm. like, mm-hmm. um, otherwise, like, yeah, you gotta roll with it. We're not all gonna like everyone's partners, you know? I totally agree. Um, um, Britt and I lived in L.A. one summer together and we were, like, Sing, I I wasn't actually single, but we like it, there was like single single vibes. Yeah. And um, what are your thoughts on dating in LA versus dating in the city? If you have any, dating in LA dating. sucks. Honestly, like it's it's a little it's a lot harder to execute dates. So it's like in the city, if you're on a date, a first date, mm-hmm. and you guys like go to a bar for drinks, and like the bar like just has like a weird crowd, a weird vibe, mm-hmm. like. You can be like, should we go to, like, this wine bar, like, on second? Like, it's great. You could just immediately change the vibe, change your settings, and then, like, save the date, you know? Totally. In L.A., it's, like, if you go somewhere and, like, it sucks, like, then, like, you're not going to, like, drive somewhere else. Like, get in your car and, like, talk about it. It's just, like, also, like, yeah, you can't just, like, flow with someone. The cool, like, the best thing about, like, dating in the city is, like, the walk from wherever you're going, whether it's, like, the bar back to your apartment, like, after dinner or whatever it is. Like, in L.A., it's just, like... It's not like that. Also in LA, it's all like setups and just like 
weird shit. In New York, you get to, like, go be out and, like, meet someone. Right. Dating in L.A. is literally, like, it's, like, an auction for, like, okay, like, this, like, everyone pairs off on, like, an equal, like, rich level, hot level, yes. thin level, and then, right, like, go from there. we might have to cut there. that because of our friends who live in L.A., but... Sorry. I have one last scenario. So, let's say that you are dating someone. You're, like, five dates in... You just had sex. It was perfect. Everything's amazing. Like, you're really starting to like him and think that there's a future. Um, and then you find out that he is, like, obsessed with rolling or, like, coke or just mm-hmm. something. Like, he's just, like, really into something heavily, right? Um, I definitely think that my opinion of this is going to come across unhealthy and not normal and I wouldn't suggest this for other people but because of the person I am I think that if I really liked the person and felt like there was a future I would continue going with the relationship because recognizing their demons or their struggles or whatever it is you know sort of like makes me feel like we all have our shit and like you know I really like this person they're clearly struggling with something like Mm-hmm. Maybe I came into their life to help them. Like, mm-hmm. um, but my therapist also says I have boundary issues. So like that could be that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. for most people, like you should just like, maybe like that's, you know, you it's a fucked up thing to get involved with. So. Yeah. And would you ever date someone who like likes to go out? I'm kind of struggling with that right now. Um, one I, of the guys that I'm seeing, like I can just tell that he is a party, a party boy. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like to party, then, like, it's great. I like to stay home with my cat and watch, like, reruns of Friends, Grey's Anatomy, or Veep. So. I need, like, a balance. Like, I love to stay in. Don't get me wrong. I would prefer not to go out two nights a weekend ever. Um, like, to someone to stay in Friday with and maybe, like, go to a party with on Saturday. Not, like, go to a club, but a party. Be social. So they might, like, the person you're dating, they might like to go out and, like, what you're recognizing is right, but... They might like to stay in with you and I until, should give them that opportunity. Yeah, and until like finding the balance becomes a problem, then just because currently they like to go out a lot, like that's their behavior that you're noticing when they're single. Mm-hmm. If they like, if you guys are dating and they still like to go out all the time, mm-hmm. then like that's not going to work. You guys have different temperaments, you know? Totally. But because you like to go out maybe one night a week and they like to go out, it sounds like you guys can find like a really nice harmony if there's, if that's there, you know? I think you're right. I think you're right. Thank you so much for all your wisdom today and for being with us. This has been my friend Britt. She is awesome. She's like Um, Madonna. No last name. Just Britt. No last name. Um, You can try to find her by stalking people I follow on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good luck. And everyone keep trying, you guys. We're all trying. Never give up. Put yourself out there. Use condoms and like put your foot down. Mm -hmm. Because... I had a syphilis scare recently, and it was scary, and my boyfriend was scared. Fender, like a fender bender. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode.